Like if I if I had like a an entourage, if it was my entourage, right? I'd like to roll with I like to have a down syndrome guy, right? And he'd be my like he'd be like my funny guy. I mean, I'm the funny guy in my group, but if I could rearrange my group, no offense to my group, but I would have like a I would have like a down syndrome guy. And then I would also have Hasbulla. He'd be my fucking like, he'd be the guy that picks up chicks. Hasbulla, if you don't know, he's a small little guy, but he gets all the chicks. And then, and then who else would I rock with? Okay, I got a funny guy who has Down syndrome. I got a, I got a chick magnet guy, Hasbulla. I'm like the, I'm like the brains, I guess. Uh, you know, the brains of the operation, which... Listen, in, in that group, you're talking thing. What else do we need? We need a guy. We need like a tech guy. Elon Musk. Elon fucking Musk. Dude, how legendary would that fucking squad be? Me, a guy with Down syndrome, Hasbulla, and fucking Elon Musk. We'd, we'd roll in anywhere. Steal your bitches. Do some technical damage and be fucking hilarious. Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. Okay, and welcome to a special episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, Kevin Amoki. If this is your first time checking out the pod, the way this podcast works is that I determine what the best is in any given subject. Today, I'm talking about the best special needs performance. Uh, performance of acting by an actor or actress. Uh portraying someone that has a particular special needs, you know, and that, that could be a variety, whether it is uh, blindness, a physical uh, disability, or even a mental disability, you know, such as autism, which tends to be pretty popular, you know, but yeah, uh, that that's how, you know, it works. Uh, today it's about special needs performance. Tomorrow it could be about just special needs people, but I would never do that. I would never compare actual special needs people because that would be inappropriate. And at the Best Things in Life podcast, we, uh, I, I don't know why I say we, but I like to keep things professional. You know, if you've made it this far, thank you for sticking around. And uh, trust me, I, 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 will, I will keep this professional. If, if, if you're thinking, oh, hey, look, here's another fucking numb nut making fun of people with disabilities. This is not that type of podcast. Absolutely do not. The R word may be dropped. I'm just going to full, full disclosure, just due to the nature, the R word may be dropped. But yeah, if you've made it this far into the pod, uh, thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You know, you can listen to the podcast on all your podcast platforms. 
iTunes, Google Play, Apple. You could leave up to a five-star review if you can. You know, or even check and watch the YouTube channel. Uh, you know, I tend to do more with the YouTube. They're they're infographics and uh maybe a little uh you know edited editing stuff that I do to the YouTube video so they are a little bit more in depth when it comes to a guy doing a podcast from a car, right? So um yeah, thank you, thank you for checking out the pod and checking me out and giving me a chance. And also, I mean the fact that you you clicked on special needs uh you know it's it's a uh, means you're a good person you know uh i myself am i'm not going to say i'm not special needs i want to say there is a chance i may be on the spectrum i'm somewhere on the spectrum i don't know where you know i'm not the most intelligent man in the world i'm not the dumbest cuz i've seen a lot of dumb people you know especially people you, you, you know who's dumb People that take their sweet ass time making left hand turns, you know, when when a green light when a, when a green light indicator comes, and they're like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna make it through, but I don't give a shit if anybody else does." Not only selfish, but you're dumb, you know. But other than that, I don't know. I, I just had a I just had a uh, I went to a place called Summalicious. I have braces, so pardon the list, but. It was a it was a smoked meat house. Uh, I've been trying to find a good smoke. Toronto's you know a big hard you know it's a hard place to find. Uh, it, we got a lot of good food. It's just sometimes you got to go a little out there, right? But I found this place, and apparently they got connection to like you know actual Montreal cooking. So I so yeah I went I went there and got myself a uh, I got myself a I'm gonna actually open the window. It's starting to get hot. Fuck, and I left the keys. But yeah, I, I went to this place. Sorry if you're hearing my keys, guys. I gotta. I do my podcast for my car, and uh, what happens is I uh, gets hot. You know, summertime. Summertime. I don't. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have an actual studio. I do my podcast for my car, and I bear with the elements. And today it's a hot one in the city of Toronto. But yeah, I got. I got. I got myself a smoked meat sandwich, and it's pretty darn fucking close to like Schwartz up in Montreal. So. Uh, if you're in Toronto and you're looking for some, you're looking for a smoked meat fix, summalicious. I can't I can't say it properly. Maybe because I'm on the spectrum. But yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I want to do a podcast today about uh, special needs performance. I originally was gonna call it, you know, the best R word movies, but you got to be a little tactful nowadays, right? You know, you gotta you gotta watch your p's and q's. And, um, yeah, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to like, again, when it comes to me picking subjects, it's what's, uh, you know, what comes to mind. And I, I was watching, uh, something with Leo, Leo DiCaprio. And then, you know, kind of sparked like, man, dude, that guy's been, that guy is one of our best actors and he's been doing it for a long while. And then it really brought me back. To, I remember the first time I saw him was in the movie, uh, Gilbert Grapes. Uh, where he plays a guy with autism. Well, he, yeah, he's very special, and he did it so well. I was like, I thought, I thought he had it. I didn't. Again, this is back when I was. I thought it was something that you could catch and then grow out of. So, but anyways, yeah, it just got me thinking. I'm like, yeah, you know what, man? And then you know, I, I just, just, the the comedy 
I've been watching comedies and how they used to really rip on people with there was a lot of things you could get away with back at then back then, right? And now it's a little whatever, you know. You know, simple Jack from the movie Top Tropic Thunder, you know. Um yeah, what's it called? So yeah, I I, I was watching all these movies and I was like, ah, you know what? Let, let's I mean, especially now, because those movies almost can't get made nowadays, right? But, but the performances are still legendary. Again, I'm gonna go through through ten of ten of some of the best actors who who've portrayed uh, characters with disabilities, whether they're physical, mental, or whatever, right? And then uh, I'm gonna pick the best. Some most of these guys are Oscar winning uh, performances, right? So. That says something, right? And some of them are just a bit too, a bit too R word, a bit too R word, as we'll see, you know. Other than that, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope uh, you're enjoying uh, the way the world is right now. You know, I know, I know a lot of, uh, uh, dude, everything, for some reason, for some freaking reason, there's never like a pause to just shit, right? There's never like a period of like, there's there's never like a month where it's like you know what nothing nothing's actually happening right and no they always try to find something you know like what do you call I mean Elon Musk bought Twitter which affects only a like listen if you're not on Twitter if you're not an active Twitter user doesn't make a difference right it's just a billionaire buying something because he can right um uh, something big did happen in the news I saw. What's it called? Uh, Roe versus Wade again, just to just to slow things down. I am a man doing a podcast in his car. I do not know the, the the inner workings of the world or the laws or whatever, but I read somewhere, and by read I meant I think I saw a blurb on it on Twitter. But apparently, they're they're they want to do something. They want to reverse abortion laws in America, right? And you know you you know that's gonna piss off a big percentage, but I, I just don't understand it because like you made the law. Most people liked it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where you're going to. And I don't know if, if they actually changed it or if maybe somebody said, Hey, we're thinking about it. Right. So I don't know how things work again. I am, I'm, 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 I'm special like that. Okay. I, I'm, I'm singularly focused on the things that I'm focused on. Today, it's doing a podcast. You know, a couple hours ago, it was just me and a meat sandwich. You know, I was very focused. I didn't have a care in the world. It was just me eating fucking smoked meat and then sucking on a pickle. It was a really good fucking juicy pickle. Dude, a pickle, like a, a juicy fucking Jewish fucking pickle is sometimes good, man. It's just, it's just, you know. For some, for me, because you know, there's people that don't like pickles. I think what is they got like the store bought, the fucking bullshit, like the, you know, the one. It, it, it's very crunchy. Sometimes they got like a tangy. No, 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 no. You gotta take yourself down to either a Montreal or 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 go to your, go to an actual deli where they give you a fucking wrapped. It's wrapped in plastic, fucking out of a fucking who knows where they store it, but a juicy fucking pickle. Ooh, I'm telling you, it's good shit. You know, it's me and my dumbass eating a pickle. That's that's that. 
that's the brain capacity that I have. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I feel dumb sometimes, man. I feel dumb, you know. Like 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 doing this podcast from my car. I'm sometimes like, you know, I I enjoy it because it gets the shit off my brain, right? And you know, I do I do like I've been going to comedy shows. I'm working up the ball, guys. I don't I don't know, man. I'm trying to work up the balls to actually do comedy. Uh, I don't know if I should. It's not even an age thing. It's more of a okay. Let's see. I got a guy coming. Eh, whatever. Yeah, it, it, I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just a. Uh, maybe I'm a pussy, or maybe it's because like I took my shot when I was younger, didn't go the way I planned, and now I'm kind of like, do we go for one more? Do we take it again? Do it again? You know, because it's scary. But then at the same time, I I know I don't want to be stuck here, doing not not a podcast, but like in in, in my current situation, you know, I I do want to, you know, you know what it's like. It's like the movie Rocky. Here's the thing for anybody that knows this pod, guys. I I fucking love movies. I I, I relate to movies because I watch a lot of it. It's the one thing where I'm like, it pulls me out of reality. A good two hour movie where I can just disappear into that world. So I make a lot of movie references, right? You know, but uh, yeah, it's it's. It, it's like the movie Rocky where, you know, I got to make a shot. I got to take my shot. And even if I get knocked down or I don't make it, whatever, I just want to, I want to give it an honest shot. Right. So we'll see. I'm going to be keeping you guys posted. Other than that, I mean, yeah, listen, I love doing the pod. I do want to grow it. You know, I, I, I know eventually I want to get guests on. I'm still working on the format and, editing and trying to like really make these podcasts more efficient as well, you know, cause I do edit them and I do, you know, stuff on YouTube where I add graphics and I'm doing a lot of stuff. Like, look, all, all these big guys that are like, you know, doing, uh, you know, your Rogans and your fucking, uh, you know, your big dudes who do podcasts, they got, you know, an actual team, they got editors, they got everything, you know, I got to do it all. Man. I'm not, I'm not bitching or complaining. I'm just saying it's actually surprisingly a lot of work. You know, I got to actually do the pod, which is about an hour, an hour and a half. Now, I tried to stick to an hour, right? And then, you know, do the pod, up, uh, edit the pod that, you know, add, add graphics, edit the clean up the sound so it's a little nice and clear and crisp. Because, you know, hey, listen, I'm doing a pod from a car, you know, you, and I got my window open. Maybe you can hear the traffic. I'm going to try and get that out there. You know, it's also a skill I'm trying to develop, too, because maybe it will be valuable to somebody else. And then I can get a job doing it, which I wouldn't mind because I enjoy it. You know, but other than that, and that's another thing too. I got to work on my like, I, I feel like I say things too often or, or, or I got a pattern of speaking because I'm not that, I'm not a smart man, you know, speaking about smart people, you know, uh, yeah, dude, I, I just, I just, I've been, uh, the reason why I like the subject too is because I've been, uh, I go on TikTok and some of my favorite people on TikTok are people with down syndrome dude this is not like it they're they're just they're having so much fun on there there's like this group uh there's these two guys they, they do kicking uh the cooking see, see how fucking dumb i am they're, they do cooking and uh like they're i don't know they're friends or yeah i think they're friends and they both got down syndrome or whatever and yeah dude they're just they, they, they do sketches they do you know whatever do comedy bits and all that stuff. 
and I mean they're adorable. They're 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 just I don't know, but I love I love it when like I don't know Down syndrome people, like you know the the world will I don't know they they almost have like an innocence to them, you know they could be funny they can go, yeah I don't know man, down Down syndrome people man, be, I'd personally love to have a Down you know who I'd like to have in my squad, like if I if I had like a an entourage if it was my entourage right. I'd like to roll with, I like to have a Down Syndrome guy, right? And he'd be my, like, he'd be, like, my funny guy. I mean, I'm the funny guy in my group, but if I could rearrange my group, no offense to my group, but I would have, like, a, I would have, like, a Down Syndrome guy, and then I would also have Hasbulla. He'd be my fucking, like, he'd be the guy that picks up chicks. Hasbulla, if you don't know, he's a small little guy. But he gets all the chicks. And then, and then, who else would I rock with? Okay, I got a funny guy who has Down syndrome. I got a, I got a chick magnet guy, Hasbula. I'm like the, I'm like the brains, I guess. Uh, you know, the brains of the operation, which, listen, in, in that group, you're talking thing. What else do we need? We need a guy. We need like a tech guy. Elon Musk. Elon fucking Musk. Dude, how legendary would that fucking squad be? Me, a guy with Down syndrome, Hasbulla, and fucking Elon Musk. We'd we'd roll in anywhere, steal your bitches, do some technical damage, and be fucking hilarious. You know? So yeah, that 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 would be my uh that'd be my squad. You know? I I I I just I didn't special people man I like special people you know I like I like I like, I like the movies that, uh, of, of special people you know what which is why I'm gonna play a game with you guys you know if you're watching this it it might be better if you're watching it but if you're listening to it I'm gonna try and perform these uh uh better so that you 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 guys can maybe get a hint so look uh full disclosure. Uh, I, I am going to do, uh, look, just to make things clear, um, I want to do, I'm going to now do, uh, uh, a performance. No, I'm, I'm now going to do, I'm going to do an, a, my interpretation of some of my favorite, uh, special needs characters, you know, and I've checked with legal, uh, they, they say it's clear because, because I'm not making fun of special people i'm actually doing a interpretation of characters okay and you guys have to guess the the, the name of the game is guess who guess who this special needs character is okay guess who this special character is completely legal so let's go for it so i'm gonna i'm gonna read a line from a movie as the character and you guys have to guess who the character is okay so character number one ready so i'm trying to get into a real acting mode trying to you know physically get into the character you know slow down my brain process because i'm trying to do a special needs character so here we go my mama always said life is like a box of chocolates you, know, you never know what you're going to get. That is my interpretation 
of Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks got an Oscar. Maybe I, I would too, or not. So that that's that's one of my favorite uh, uh, special needs characters. Here's another one. Here's another one. Okay, guys, and just remember, I am not making fun of these characters. Uh, I am doing an interpretation of these characters. You know, I am in no way, and I have to say this legally, I am in no way fun making fun of uh, special people. Okay. Get serious, guys. This is this is me doing an, an interpretation. Okay, this is my interpretation of this character. Okay, ready here. Yeah. You don't know what it's like when you try and you try and you try and you don't ever get there because you were born perfect and I was born like this. <coughs> that is uh I am Sam. Uh originally played by 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 uh Sean Penn. That was my interpretation of the character Sam from the movie I Am Sam, who has autism. Okay, so guys, stay with me on this one. This one may be my favorite uh, character with a disability. He has kind of a fucked up face. You know, for this, I'm going to take my glasses to make it legit. So here we go. Here we go. Here, get into the character. Uh, now you have to guess who the character is. Hey, you guys! That is me doing. That is me doing uh, sloth from the Goonies. You know the guy with the fucked up face and the Superman shirt. Yeah, that's that's that. So yeah, let me know how many you got. If you got three out of three, you're special. If you got none of them, then I'm just a horrible actor, which most likely is 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 this is the actual reason so yeah those are some of my favorite um special needs characters you know and uh again i wasn't making fun of special needs people that that was just me trying to perform right and i think you know in today's world we need to we need to make things clear right i know there's this big uh i know there's this big ass uh you know like oh representation of like oh you know what uh, you should like if if you're if you're playing a trans woman, it should be a trans woman actor, or you know if you're if you're portraying a, I don't know like 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 people want like, oh if you're playing like a paraplegic, it should actually be a paraplegic actor, right? It's like, at the end of the day, the game, the job is called acting. It's called pretend, right? It's called pretend, and you know what? Another thing is. It's a business, right? The movie business, right? At the end of the day, like if I'm making a movie, let's say Christopher Reeve, let's say you're making a Christopher Reeve biopic, right? Now, you could get a guy that legitimately fell off his horse, became paralyzed from the neck down, and he's going to be Christopher Reeve. Or you're going to get Henry Cavill pretending and acting like he fell off a horse and he'd probably do a good job because he, he did a good job with Superman. He could probably do a good job playing a disabled Christopher Reeves. So what I'm saying is people need to get off this high horse of like, Oh, if you, if you're portraying somebody, they have to actually be it. Do, do you know how stupid that sounds? Like 
do you not realize that like if if you wanted to like say do the movie Rain Man, right? Which Dustin Hoffman was in who had autism. And you got a guy who actually had autism. Do you know how rough that movie would be? Like here's the end. It has nothing to do it has not because at the end of the day, it comes down to, to, to being able to portray the job, right? And here's the thing: I've I, I've known I seen uh, Peter Butterfalcon with that actor who does have legitimate Down syndrome, and uh, for instance, the the, the son R J Might on Breaking Bad legitimately has I think it was cerebral palsy, but he did up it. He he did up his because he's not that actual like he slurs a little bit more on Breaking Bad. But what I'm saying is. Is that I'm not against this has nothing to do with if a person actually has Down syndrome and they want to, you know, have a role, whatever, and they just happen to have Down syndrome, sure. But if the person is portraying a character uh and you want it to be done, again, there there has to be like a, a level. You it's like if you do a war movie and a guy lost his leg in the war, right? Do you have to hire the guy who actually doesn't have a leg? Or do you want to hire a guy who can act well and then CGI his leg out? You tell me. You let me know what's the better move, okay? Because what's more important, the fact that it looks and he he actually doesn't have a leg or the fact that he can actually emotionally move you through his acting, right? When it comes to the job, it's about the acting. So that's, that's all I got to say about that. You know, everybody's like picky about it and like, Equal equality. It's like no man. It comes down to who can do the job best, regardless of sex, gender, race, disability. Who can do the job best, right? You know, like I am Sam. I am Sam. Like you could have gotten a guy who, but but didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Very fine lines were walking. But anyways, let's get into the best special needs performance. And the way I'm going to be going about it is that I'm going to basically go. Uh, we're going to be trying to pick 10, 10, 10 actors who have really portrayed uh, uh, characters with special needs, um, whether it's physical, mental, whatever. And I'm going to tell you, you know, who portrayed them, the role that, that they played, you know, the movie that it was from. Right. And I'm just going to give you little notes on like, you know, you know. You know, did they, did they win Oscars before? Like how people received those characters, and a little bit about like how how I I think they they portrayed that character well or not well, depending. But I think most of these guys did a pretty decent job, right? And at the end, I think the one who who really because here's here's a trick behind ca- acting. It's not about oh I want to see the actor and and him just perform. No, I want to almost. I love immer- when it comes to acting, especially in these particular. Look, there's some movies where you go because you want to see the actor. Like, look, Vin Diesel is Vin Diesel in the Fast and the Furious movies. It's not really whatever, but you're like, whatever. The Rock is the Rock in most of his movies. Whatever, right? But there's some movies where you just want to watch and almost see the actor disappear and the character come alive, right? That's real. I think that's real true acting, right? So it's not about, it's not about, it's not about the the actors per se it's about the character becoming believable and on screen right and there's a lot of great guys who do it right you know so 
Uh, yeah, we're going to go through 10. I'm going to be going in, in terms of order, I'm going to be going in chronological of when these movies came out, just to put things into perspective, right? You know, older movies were able to get away with stuff. You know, nowadays, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the last movie where you were able to say retard, right? It might have been Tropic Thunder. I don't know. Been a while since we had a big R word drop in a movie. But anyways, um... Yeah, so let's let's get into the best special needs performance and the first uh, uh, role I'm going to be talking about or the first performance I'm talking about is uh, John Hurt in the role of John Merrick in the movie Elephant Man, which came out in 1980. Uh, so John Hurt, British actor, uh, portrayed uh, John Merrick, who actually was a real life person that was born with elephantitis and he was known as the elephant man again uh the original uh the, the real life character or the real life person john merrick was born like in was it the early 1800s or whatever but this is when you know there wasn't you know people were literally cruel for cruelty's sake and all that stuff and john merrick's life was hard you know obviously dealing with a disease for those that don't know it's a real disease where you know, you kind of like certain parts of your body grow out of the store, you know, out of they're distorted, whatever you got to, you you just, it, it's almost like you're exploding from the inside, right? A lot of pain involved, a lot of suffering, right? And this, this real life character, John Merrick actually, you know, had a rough life and he, uh, you know, was a circus freak as they, as they called back in the day. And then, you know, eventually, you know, people in the medical community saw him. And all that stuff. So uh, in 1980, they made a movie called The Elephant Man based on this guy's life. And it was portrayed by the actor John Hurt. Anthony Hopkins is also in the movie. And the movie, I think, was directed by David Lynch, I want to say. And even though it was filmed in 1980, it was it was filmed in black and white, which really gave it that like old. Almost, like It was really smart that they filmed it in black and white because it kind of gave it that like, ooh, maybe this maybe this is this was recorded back then, even though it was 1980, right? So John, yeah, John Hurt, again, who had to wear a lot of prosthesis, a lot of makeup for the character. Uh, I remember watching it, like, when I was a kid, we had to, I think we had to watch it in school or whatever, and, dude, it's a very, it's a very, like, moving, like, dude, it's like, dude, this guy's getting, like, like, yeah, worse cards dealt, and he he was able to find like happiness and fi find little moments of peace or whatever. And the character was done really well. John Hurt performed it well, you know. Uh, John Hurt actually ended up winning an uh, or not winning, sorry. He uh, was an Oscar. He was he got nominated for an Oscar, uh, and then he actually won a BAFTA, you know, the British uh, equivalent or whatever, right? So yeah, John Hurt as John Merrick, um, in terms of playing a real life character also being riveting and being lost. I mean, again, I, I obviously with the makeup, you couldn't tell it was John hurt, but yeah, John hurt as John Merrick is one to contend with, you know, uh, the next one on my list is one of the heavy hitters in the special needs business. <laughs> I'm talking about Dustin Hoffman in the role of Raymond Babbitt, in the movie Rain Man, which came out in 1988, the year I was born, right? Uh, he starred opposite Tom Cruise. Um, and basically the story of the uh, uh, the movie is that 
Tom Cruise is kind of like this hotshot car dealer guy or whatever. And then like he he's supposed to get money, but he finds out that he has a brother that was kind of hidden away from him. Uh, and his brother ends up being Dustin Hoffman, who has, you know, autism, who's on the spectrum. Right. And, 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 and you know, eventually he, Tom Cruise and him go on a road trip because they, you know, they want to. It starts off as like Tom Cruise wants to kind of take his money away and needs him to come. But then later on, it becomes like, dude, they're actually brothers. And it's a really good it's a really good road trip. Like it's a borderline comedy, but it's also like a just a road trip brother movie. Right. You know, and uh, yeah, um, Dustin Hoffman, uh, he ended up actually winning an Oscar and a Golden Globe uh, for the role, you know, and he played it very uh, uh he played it very well. Like, 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 again, when you watch it, like there's mo, you know, there's moments where like, like he, he, his performance in it was very subtle. He didn't to, to use lack of, of a better word, but he didn't go full on to the point where you, you, you laughed at him. You almost was like, Oh my God, he's actually, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I guess people that have actual autism, or people that have experienced real life autism can tell you, but like, you don't laugh at a person with autism. You just, you just see that they are different. Right. And with Dustin Hoffman's role is that he, he didn't take it to the extreme of where it was like, Oh my God, it's, he's doing a character or it's like what it's funny. It's, it's like, no, he actually has, it. he has autism. Right. So again, on the spectrum of things, right. But yeah, Dustin Hoffman, Oscar and a Golden Globe for the performance. So definitely, definitely one of the best. Uh, the next one on the list also was the brother of Rain Man. And I'm talking about Tom Cruise as Ron Kovic uh, in the movie Born on the Fourth of July in 1989. You know, and uh, this movie was based on a real life Vietnam vet. The movie basically deals with like a 20 year story, uh, basically story uh, was directed by Oliver Stone um, in 1989. And basically, the the story involves this kid from an, just every every town America getting into the Vietnam War, being told a bunch of things. He ends up losing, well, not losing, like, but he ends up becoming a paraplegic, and then also, obviously, with, with Vietnam coming back and you know just living, you know, because again, that, that was one of the first wars where where uh, you know America really took took a beating, right, and the people coming back didn't get the support and love they needed. Right. And this movie really showed, you know, how, how rough they had it. You know, they went from, you know, he, him sacrificing literally his body, uh, you know, and then just being hated by, by, by his, his country. Right. You know, and the movie shows kind of his pro- progression uh, of Ron Kovic or the real life uh, 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 American vet, you know, but yeah, Tom Cruise. Uh, and now I think I read somewhere that originally they were they were looking for other guys like uh, I think Nick Cage, Charlie Sheen, and all that stuff. But uh, the, Tom Cruise is really dedicated to the role. You know, actually had a friendship with Ron. Uh, there was also uh, I, I think I read somewhere else that Oliver Stone actually wanted to inject uh, a liquid into Tom's leg so that uh, he actually would lose feeling. But that was a fucking because we don't know. That, uh, that was also a, r- a risky move, so they didn't actually go through. But, um, yeah, Tom Cruise, uh, you know, portrayed him as a para- paraplegic, you know, uh, and aged as well. You know, 
it goes from early Vietnam to like, I think even into the eighties, I forget. Um, but yeah, Tom Cruise, he actually won a golden globe and he was nominated for an Oscar for the performance, you know? So for people that, uh, for people that, uh, you know, doubt Tom Cruise's ability, and I know people know him from either mission impossible or top gun, but you know, there, 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 there was a lot of movies where he dug deep and really did deep performances. Right. And to this day, I mean, dude, the guy gets roles because he knows how to bring an intensity to the character. Right. So, yes, Tom Cruise as Ron Kovic, uh, a guy who was a paraplegic performance. Uh, the next one on the list is, listen, he's without a doubt. And the accolades speak for themselves. And I think he's retired. He is one of the greatest actors of our generation. Uh, and he and he won you know he won an Oscar for this performance and I'm talking about Daniel Day Lewis as Christy Brown in the movie My Left Foot which came out in 1989 uh, and it was uh, based on a real life uh, writer and artist who was born with cerebral palsy uh, that and basically uh, the actor and or the 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 person that the movie is based on uh, couldn't move anything except his left foot and he was able to paint and write and, you know, express himself uh, artistically through that way. And Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, you know, portrayed that character and really, you know, really dug deep into it. And, and for a lot of people don't know, but Daniel Day-Lewis is a method actor. So, you know, for those, you know, the craft of acting method is when they, they really take that character to heart. They bring it home. They live it. They breathe it. You know, they know the ins and out of it. Right. And uh, like, for instance, they were saying that uh, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, when he did Abraham Lincoln, he would never drop the accent. He wore the beard and and everything. So, yeah, that, that that's the level of commitment. And Daniel Day-Lewis is the most committed actor of our generation, maybe of all time. Right. You know, um, yeah. And Daniel Day-Lewis, he ended up winning his I think it was his first Oscar, but he ended up winning an Oscar and a BAFTA and he was nominated for a Golden Globe. Um, for best actor, but yeah, he won an Oscar, Oscar and a BAFTA, uh, for it, and um, yeah, dude, I I think his performance in it. If you watch the movie, you know it, it's basically a biopic about his life and how he went from you know being a poor, you know Irish Irish kid, right, and then you know in in those because this was set in the early nineteen hundred, I think nineteen hundreds, you know, in early you know those times. And he's pushed around in, in, in a wheelbarrow because they couldn't afford wheelchairs and all the stuff. And then eventually through his writing and through his art, he he rose up and became a prominent uh, writer and artist. Right. So but yeah, the Daniel Day Lewis really. I remember watching the movie as a kid and I didn't know D Daniel Day Lewis again when I saw him in another movie. I was like, oh, my God, he can walk now. He can... Again, this was. This is what you call immersion of acting. And he definitely immersed me, you know. Uh, the next one on my list is. I, I remember seeing this movie. And it was really well done. Uh, I'm talking about uh, John Malkovich as Lenny Small in the movie of Mice and Men, uh, which came out in 1992. And uh, the movie was based on the book of the same title of Mice and Men, which was written by John Steinbeck. Uh, it was also uh, directed by Ga and starred Gary Sinise across. But John, John Malkovich, uh, yeah, plays Lenny Small, who basically 
Uh, this was set. So basically, the story of Mice and Men is it's these two guys set during uh, like the Depression era and you know early twenties and thirties or whatever, and they're just two men basically making their way through the world, trying to get enough money, and then eventually maybe find a place of their own and you know set up shop. But it's these two hardworking men, and Lenny, uh, played by John Malkovich, actually has uh, uh, a learning disability. You know. Uh, autism was you would say now, but he, but you know back then it was just a learning disability. He was a very slow thing. But the thing is, is that he was a very in in the book he was described as a very tall, large like his hands were the size of dinner plates. Like he was just a big man. Malkovich wasn't as big as what people think. Like when it came to the book, but again he was he was just a big, powerful, strong man. But with the with 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 the with the mind of a child, right? So. That can sometimes be a very dangerous combo. So in the movie uh, and, and the story is that, you know, like, uh, I forget what the fucking Gary Sinise's character is, but he's trying to keep Lenny out of trouble by keeping him, you know, at him with him at all times and all that. But Lenny, from time to time, might kill a rabbit, might kill a dog. I think eventually even killed a, I think he killed a girl. I, I don't want to spoil the movie, but he, he goes out of hand. And then eventually, in the end, and I don't want to spoil it for you, but Gary Sinise has to take care of John Malkovich and Lenny, right? And it's, if you if you go on YouTube or or watch the movie, but it's a very moving scene. But yeah, uh, John Malkovich, um, again, ve- playing it very subtly, you know, and all that stuff. And there's moments of him when he's angry and and, and all that stuff, but done really well, you know. So. John Malkovich as Lenny Small. Definitely, definitely one of the contenders of a special needs performance. Uh, the next one on my list is, again, one of one of the greatest actors of our generation. And I'm talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, and, and he played the role of Arnie Grape in the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which came out in 1993. And uh, basically the story it revolves around two brothers. There's Gilbert Grape, who kind of like small town Texas guy. Uh, living at living living at home with his uh mom, who's like morbidly obese, and then his brother, who also has autism, who's on the spectrum. So there's that there's that bit of a struggle. But yeah, I mean, in terms of Leo's performance, uh, he got it re- like at night. He was only 19 at the time, and he really nailed it down. Like if you watch it, like just from the 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 thing, dude, it's fucking like. From his hand finger, uh, what do you call it? His, his hands to the fucking, uh, I'm sorry I'm doing it, but like, you know, he really, he really fucking like portrayed it like, 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 you know, he picked up the mannerisms of someone on the spectrum, like, like he, you know, his character was right. And uh, he actually ended up, um, he got his first Oscar and his Golden Globe nominations uh, for best supporting actor. Didn't win. As we know the story, he was snubbed many times but eventually got one for the revenant but this was his first uh, oscar uh, nomination uh for the role of of uh, arnie grape and uh yeah definitely definitely in terms of uh just so much talent in, in at a young age to show if you if you're looking at like hey man you know where where did that acting come from dude just just watch him in in uh what's eating gilbert grape you know uh, the next one is probably, it's my favorite movie on this list today. 
just one of the greatest movies of all time, to be honest. I'm talking about Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump in the movie Forrest Gump, which came out in 1994. Uh, and the story basically revolves around this small, I think, Louisiana or Miss, this, this small southern boy with a little bit of a spectrum. You know, uh, there, there was never really an official. You didn't know if he had some people said he had Asperger's. Some people said he was on the spectrum, but he had he had a special, you know, and I think as a kid, he had polio, the character that he had polio and all stuff. So we don't really know his full, his full diagnosis, his full condition, but we know that he was kind of a special guy because he lived a special life, too. The movie revolves around this. Yeah, this kid who from small town, southern, I think, Louisiana or, or southern state and eventually gets into like, you know, I mean, he goes to the Vietnam War, meets presidents, rock stars, all this. And then eventually, you know, chases, chases and f- falls in love with his his, his longtime uh, love, Jenny. Jenny, I'm not a smart man. You know, so. Uh, yeah, like 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 uh, it, it's just a wonderful movie, you know, and Tom Hanks, yeah, again, plays him, plays, plays this guy as a lovable kind of kind of character and all that stuff not really really digging we don't know what he has but we know he's not fully fully all there right and at the end of the movie there's a very move uh riveting scene where like you know he has a kid and he's and you know he spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 94 but you know he's like to the what like to jenny like oh my god is he like me you know so so we we can allude to the fact that he, he he knows he does have a condition but Whatever, but yeah, he ended up. Uh, Tom Hanks ended up winning a Golden Globe and an Oscar for for the role of Forrest Gump. You know, and the movie also did win a bunch of Oscars. So, Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump definitely, definitely, definitely a special performance. Uh, the next one on my list is one that uh, kind of got a little controversial. I'm talking about Sean Penn as Sam Dawson in the movie I Am Sam, which came out in 2002. Uh, and basically, the story is. Uh, Sam Dawson, Sean Penn's character, is a guy that has, uh, you know, autism. is definitely on the spectrum, uh, and he he has a child, um, and and tries to raise the child, but eventually, uh, you know, the 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 child actually becomes smarter than him, and it almost they they you know legally speaking, they have to take away his child from him, right? Because, you know, how can this again? How can well? See, this is where the movie got a little controversial because it was like, how did this guy end up having being able to keep the child for so long? But anyways, long story short is that, uh, yeah, it's, it's about a guy who's on the spectrum, has a daughter who's really smart, played by Dakota Fanning. Um, and he's just fighting. Michelle Pfeiffer ends up being his lawyer and ends up trying to fight to, 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 to basically uh, raise her, right? But yeah, the, the the movie really did struggle with with with, with that plot because it was, it was like, okay, in a re in, look, you're trying to pull out a string of like, yes, it, it's sad that you know, uh, because the guy has autism, he's gonna lose his kid. But at the same time, at the real real world scenario, you're like, the the, the kid needs to be taken care of, right? You know, and uh, he was actually nominated. Um, Sean Penn actually did end up getting an Oscar nomination for the performance, you know, but the film got a whole bunch of negative reviews because of that, like kind of light plot. It almost, it almost felt like, again, prior movies tried to portray the character 
But this one was like, hey, guess what? Just do a movie where you play a guy with autism. You're going to get an Oscar. It was whatever. So, yeah, uh, he didn't win an Oscar, but he was nominated. But, yeah, Sean Penn, it's still a good movie, I think. I think it was a good movie. You just have to kind of, like, put those things aside of, like, really, you don't want that guy raising that kid. But, anyways, love wins it all. Uh, the next one on my list is um, one, one of the good musicals. Not a musical, but it was, it was a good biopic. Uh, I'm talking about Jamie Foxx as Ray Charles in the movie Ray, which came out in 2004. And for those that don't know Ray Charles, Ray Charles was a blind musician, a real-life blind musician. you know. And um, Jamie Foxx knocked it out of the park with this role. Basically, the movie basically just is a biopic about Ray Charles, you know, from growing up as a poor blind kid in, in the South and slowly making his way up to fame, dealing with addiction and drugs and women and all that stuff, you know, and then eventually rising to the top. And, uh, yeah, uh, Jamie Foxx really, really, really worked, worked with this role, got to actually meet and talk with Ray Charles, you know, before he died. And Jamie Foxx is... Uh, he he's like I mean he's a funny he, he does comedy, uh he he does acting, Oscar winning actor, and he is also a talented singer and musician. So I mean this guy's a like a triple double whatever you call it threat right. So yeah Jamie Fox uh he, for the role of Ray Charles he ended up winning a, a best actor Oscar Golden Globe and BAFTA. You know he knocked it out of the park on that one. You know, and I believe I'm not too sure if whether. If whether he for the role, if might be a rumor, I don't know. I don't know the details, but I was told or I read that he actually wore contacts to really blind himself for the role. So, you know, he didn't want to cheat and like whatever. So when it came to doing things like, you know, like, 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 you know, when you get a cup, you know, seeing filling it up with things like he really, he really took those things uh, to heart and really, really immerse himself in being a blind person. Right. You know. And won a whole bunch of Oscars and awards. Uh, the next one on my list and last one for today is Eddie. Again, another biopic. And it's Eddie Redmayne uh, as Stephen Hawking, uh, who is a real life theoretical physicist in the movie A Theory of Everything, which came out in 2015. And for, for those that don't know, uh, Stephen Hawking was a real physical theor uh, theorist, you know, a scientist, a smart, a genius but unfortunately developed ALS, um, which eventually prolonged him. You know, he went from being a fully, fully able-bodied person to uh, basically he was unable to talk or move, and he had to communicate through a computer uh, in his wheelchair or whatever. Um, but yeah, the movie really follows like uh, Eddie, or sorry, Stephen's Hawking life from, you know, a young, you know, I think in school, you know, uh, perf you know, and then slowly developing disease and then eventually, you know, whatever. And also it's a bit of a love story of how he met his wife who stayed with him and all that stuff. So uh, it's a really good movie, really good biopic on the life of Stephen Hawking, but performed really well uh, by Eddie Renmaine, who, you know, again, he had to progress from being a man and slowly developing ALS, I think it's called Lou Gehrig's disease, but basically using the mobility of your body, which is a horrible disease. You know, it freaks me out. But uh, yeah, Eddie Redmayne, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne 
uh, ended up winning an Oscar and a Golden Globe for the performance. You know, so yeah, that Eddie Redmayne again, another great biopic. You know, so before we get into uh, the best uh, uh, special needs performance, I do want to mention other roles that uh, I think uh, should be mentioned. There was Al Pacino who portrayed a blind man in a scent of a woman. You know, he's just a lawyer who's blind. You know, and it was it was a good movie as well. And then you had uh, James Stewart as. <laughs> <laughs> and James McAvoy, who played uh, uh, Professor X, who was a paraplegic, but also a mutant with psychic powers. Right. So, again, yes, technically a special needs performance, but it's a superhero movie, guys. Uh, and then we had uh, Claire Danes, who actually played uh, Temple Gar- uh, Grandin, who was an autistic uh, uh, woman who basically animal f- husbandry, like whatever. But if you watch the trailer for it, it's a little whatever. And then, I don't know, I'm just going to shout it out, but uh, Ben Stiller as Simple Jack. The last fucking, and for those, you know, it, it was comedy, right? So anyways, I mean, you know, in the same way, you could almost say Zoolander was on the spectrum. But anyways, I digress. Um, So when it comes to the best special need performance, uh, it comes down to which actor I think really dug deep and really disappeared into the role and almost made you forget that this was acting, made you forget that this was an actor that was doing it, but actually really was like the character is more important. The person that is dealing with the, the, the disability uh, is there, right? Um, I think, look, Daniel Day-Lewis off the bat, guys, one of the greatest actors of our time, him in my left foot and him in other roles, but him in my left foot again, he, he took that role really, really, uh, really disappeared behind it uh, of Christy Brown. Right. And uh, you know, definitely, definitely a contender there. Um, Tom, H- look, Forrest Gump uh, again, because he doesn't really, reveal that he it does have a condition but we we know kind of like that he's not all there tom hanks's forrest gump is definitely another one as well and then and i know i know most of these guys are are, are, are i mean ray charles i mean jamie fox literally like side by side comparison looked like him sang like him moved like him like really really you know really disappeared behind it so i gotta say between jamie fox daniel day lewis and tom hanks right and dude leo dicaprio but my top three are those are definitely those three guys right i gotta say the best special needs performance is daniel day lewis daniel day lewis and christy brown foot without a doubt shows the the range and the ability that uh daniel day lewis has you know really fully committing to like the movements that uh, you know the 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 struggle of what a person with cerebral palsy has i'm telling you if you put if you put an let's just put just to say if you put 
uh, a legitimate person who had cerebral palsy and you put Daniel Day-Lewis in the movie My Left Foot together in a room and you were told and you didn't know who either of them were and you walked in and you were like, okay, one of them is faking. I want you to, I want you to tell who. There's a percentage and I'm not going to say how much. There's a percentage that would say that the guy with actually cerebral palsy would be called out for faking. Okay? And that is what we call acting. That is theater. Okay? So, uh, that's the Best Things in Life podcast. Uh, again, this is not. this was a pod not to be offensive. This was just simply like seeing these actors do a role uh, of, of characters that had special... I was about to say the abilities, but had special needs, uh, you know, disabilities and all that stuff. And I, I again, doing movies like to, like them nowadays may not be possible, but uh, at the end of the day, I really I, it comes down to disap- acting actors disappearing behind the characters. And these guys did. Uh, so that's the best things in life podcast. I'm special you're special we're all special don't forget to like comment subscribe you know and just remember laugh is like a box of chocolates